The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. And here's the calendar, December 9th through the 11th and the 16th through the 18th. The Grand Rapids Ballet presents the Nutcracker at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 11th, Heather McMahon and the Comeback Tour at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 17th for King and Country, the Little Drummer Boy Christmas at Van Andel Arena. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 20th, Coco Melon Live, the Comeback Tour at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com. December 21st, Chevy Chase Live, a Christmas vacation Q&A with Chevy Chase following a screening of the movie Christmas Vacation. That's at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And December 27th and 28th, it will be the Great Lakes Collegiate Hockey Invitational at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Western Michigan, Michigan Tech, Michigan State, and Ferris State University all will be a part of it. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And December 29th, Jeff Dunham, the Still Not Canceled Tour inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simon. What's up, Michigan? It's time for another hour on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations all across this great state for the station close to you. Uh, go to thehugeshow.net. Inside this hour, Jeff Risden from the lionswire.com, part of the USA Today Network. Also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can hear on YouTube. Uh, he'll join us. We'll talk about the Lions and the Vikings. Lions on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board. They are a favorite uh, in this game. A 10-2 and Vikings team is an underdog. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. We'll talk to uh, Jeff. I think it's good if you're a better. Uh, it could fire up Minnesota at 10-2, and saying they're getting disrespected. So, Rizzy will break that down. You want to comment on the Lions? Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. Uh, check the schedule. Get your tickets. Uh, just search Grand Rapids Gold and follow the Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Let's bring in Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, one of our Lions insiders. So, Rizzy, uh, the Lions are favorite. Uh, it says something about the way they're playing. It says something about the fact that going through the Dan Campbell era, the Lions have been 
uh, very friendly to betters on the DraftKings uh, Sportsbook <laughs> app and other uh, locations. But I think a sign of respect uh, for is. the Lions for Sunday. Absolutely. And the fact that, that Minnesota is 10-2, and two, has won all those close games the, the way that they have, it shows some confidence from the betting public and and the bookmakers themselves that this is a Lions team that's moving in the right direction. You know, they're 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 learning how to win. They're learning how to close those games out. They didn't have to do that last week. Um, Jacksonville was was a fun romp. I don't expect anything like that. I don't think anybody really does for for this game on Sunday. But man, the uh, you know the Vikings. Uh, there's a lot of thought around the league that they're sort of living on borrowed time. You know, they're. They're ten and zero in one score games. That that's that's very very difficult to sustain. You know, you got the law of averages and the the regression to the mean and all that, where they just can't keep winning all those games. You saw it with the Giants earlier this year. Giants were five and one. They had a negative point differential. Like at some point, this is going to correct itself, and now it has. Now they're seven four and one. I think people are waiting for that to happen with Minnesota and Detroit. Look, they've won four or five. They're playing really good football. They have a top ten defense. Over the last five weeks, think about that for a second. They were thirty second with with a silver bullet in their heart in the coffin. Since that time, since they fired Aubrey Pleasant, since they got Jerry Jacobs back, since they got Josh Pascal back, they are a top ten defense. Terms, Joseph also jumped in. Kirby Joseph stepped right, up big yeah. time. Yeah, you're seeing Alex Anzalone playing a lot better, getting more comfortable. You're seeing Ali McNeil making a little bit more of a difference. Yeah, but getting rid of a DB's coach would turn around your defense that much, or was it Aaron Glenn understanding that maybe he was the next to go if things didn't change? I I think one of the things that happened was that when Dan Campbell came out and said, you know, I hated to fire Aubrey Pleasant, that's a good coach, and and that didn't want to happen. That was a message to his players like, hey, I know you like this guy. We had to get rid of him because of how poorly you're playing. Like, this is a wake-up call for you guys to, to get better. Because you just cost a good man, a, a, a very good man, and a good coach who's going to wind up on his feet somewhere in Green Bay now, hopefully not too soon. But uh, Aubrey Pleasant's a good coach, and he was very well-liked in that locker room, and they let him go. And that sort of maybe flipped the switch a little bit for some of the players. Uh, and, and other, you know, they are getting healthier, too. You know, Jerry Jacobs on the outside has been locked down, uh, been a very, very good corner. And just the, the confluence of the health and, you know, Sitting Amani Orowarie, sitting Michael Brockers, those are two wasn't easy to do because coming into the season, those were expected to be two of your best players. Brockers was one of the worst defensive linemen in the league. Orowarie was the worst cornerback in the league. So some of that's you know like we've made changes here that have helped too. But yeah, I, I do think there's definitely something to the the message that firing Pleasant sent. Sort of like the way last year when they fired Anthony Lynn, another a good coach just misfit, miscast with where he was in Detroit, and uh, it, it it picked up the offense. Remember last year they finished three three and one after they got rid of him. Same sort of things going on with the defense this year. Yeah, and, and I think getting rid of Pleasant, uh, Glenn had to have a lot of guilt because he's a defensive coordinator. Yeah, right. And, yeah, and, and Glenn has been a little bit more. Uh, Hands-on with the defensive backs, like he was a defensive back. We remember him playing for the Jets for the Cowboys. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Why were you doing that from, you know, day one? Exactly. And and I think, you know, you got to give all of the coaching staff, including Dan Campbell, some credit for realizing that they had to get better, and they figured out where they needed to get better. You know, they, they took the bye week, and they didn't take it off. They weren't, you know, they weren't out on a fishing trip. They were... Matt Patricia famously came to Holland every year on his uh, on his uh, bye week to, to get local food or whatever. I don't know. He, Holland, Michigan. Yeah, he came out every year and on his bye week. 
Like th- this, this family was... from there? No, <laughs> just just where he wound up. That's boy, he's he's imploding with Belichick. That's, yeah, that's fun to watch. Yeah, w- I... watching Mac Jones curse him out on the sidelines. Your plays bleeping suck, dude. You can read his lips very clearly. And Mac spoke for every Lions fan. <laughs> yes, he did. Hey, and Mac Jones, pro- at least on the outside looking in, seems like. Uh, the last guy in the world that will lose it, right? And he, he he absolutely lost it. In yeah, there. but that's where Belichick. You know, you're gonna hold on to friends. You're gonna always, yeah. you know, it's it's kind of like what Saban does at the college level. He's brought a lot of guys back who have been fired, but he's still the guy in charge. Yeah, right. Yeah, you see, like Lane Kiffin was there, Bill O'Brien's there. Oh my now. God, they've had uh, Bobby Williams I, from Sarke- Michigan State. Sarkeesian was there. Right? Like they got all kinds. When Bobby Williams was done at Michigan State, I think he joined uh, Saban. He did. He did. Butch Jones, like Tennessee, right? Nope. Yeah, and he, he's rolled a lot of guys through there. Yeah, he and and you know that's that's what's re- refreshing about Dan Campbell because you and I have both criticized him quite a bit for his in-game coaching decisions for his. Just a lot of things, and he's he is demonstrably getting better at the things that he needed to get better at. Does he still need to get better? Yes, he does. But he's he's on the right track, and he's self aware enough to understand that I don't have all the answers, but I'm still going to keep working at it. And he did say that the decision at the end of the first meeting in Minneapolis with the Vikings will haunt him for the rest of his life because you know I'm looking at all the playoff scenarios. And if the Lions just have that game back, and yeah. they're six and six, they they are in a position to make the playoffs. Then they're right there with the Giants and the and the the Commanders. Who well, are, and, and that tie really hurt. That, that tie that tie was that a tie, killer. It's a typical. Oh, please don't tie, and they're going to tie because you have the tiebreaker. You're the Lions. You being the Lions. You have the tiebreaker against both the Giants and the Commanders. You don't have it yeah. against the Seahawks. You just needed one of those teams to be in a tie with you, and you're, you've got oh, it. Or and, you just have... You have they don't have that anymore. And, Jeff, you just have the Vikings game back in the Seattle yeah. game you win. Yeah. You, you, you're that close to being 7-5 and five right now in control of a playoff berth. Yeah. And, yeah. by the way, if you have the Minnesota game back and you're playing Minnesota again... So let's just say Minnesota's nine and three. Yeah, you're playing Minnesota to bump them to nine and four, and all of a sudden you're looking at eight and five, and you're a game out of first place in the NFC North. That's how close this Lions team is, and that's not hype. That's not dreaming. Hundred percent true. That close. If you have the Vikings game back and the Seattle game is a win instead of losing, forty-eight forty-five, you're playing the Vikings on Sunday. To be a game out of first place in the NFC North with with very manageable schedule, a favorable schedule yeah. after that. Yeah. Every game's winnable. It's like Orlovsky oh, yeah. saying right now uh, on ESPN. He thinks the Lions. He said, "Book it. The Lions are winning out." I, I don't have that kind of confidence, but I, I absolutely think they're beating Chicago and Green Bay. I don't. I don't. Those teams don't scare you if you're a Lions fan right now. Carolina still plays some defense. They do, and they're they and have Sam Darnold. They they, they got better because they got yeah. a better quarterback. They, they have responded to their interim coach uh, Steve Wilkes, who deserves it. He, he he's a guy. He got a crap crap shake in in, uh, in in Arizona the one year he was given a head coaching job. He goes to Cleveland, gets saddled as Freddie Kitchens like right hand man like. Nobody can straighten Freddie Kitchens out. It's nice to see him land on his feet. Kitchens is uh, Patricia's adopted half brother. (laughs) 
Oh, the press conferences that we had in Cleveland when Freddie Kitchens was there. Oh, were it's great. like Patricia. You could see right away from game one. Remember he, when Sam Darnold as a rookie in the Jets just I do. hammered Patricia. And from game one, I said the guy's in over his head. It was very, very clear. Um, I, I would say that Freddie was probably actually worse at that. I mean, this was a guy who would tell you in one one breath, we're not talking about any of these things that, that, that you're asking me about. And then he'd answer them voluntarily in the next breath. Like, dude, are you really that dumb? And yes, yes, he was. Yeah, I, I will give Campbell credit that I, I think last year and this year, I've seen times or stretches with the Lions where Campbell looks humbled. Yes. That, that he he knows he had maybe a, a, a mistakes, gung-ho, over the top, whatever you want to call it. And then he finds a way that the team hasn't quit on him. That's the one thing you need to watch. And, and you see it in the NFL. You see it in college football. You can see it with a high school you know when the kids aren't playing for a coach. Oh, 100%. Right? And, and, and he's never... 100%. You know, I think there might have been a couple of games this year where you wondered that, and and it, and it might be, you know, what would it be, New England, maybe? That was a rough one. Yeah, that, because, because, because they're, that they're was frustrated one. with their losses. Yeah. You, you have the Seattle loss, you have the Vikings loss, that maybe it was wavering there, whether they, yeah. didn't, they didn't agree with Pleasant, that they didn't agree with Glenn, they didn't agree. They, it was That was that point where you're like, okay, is he going to lose these guys? And we talked about that. We did talk about that, and, and it was a very real that fear. The losing, the, uh, that coaches making mistakes, you're, you're going to lose the players. You will. Even, even if they love you, at some point they're going to tap out when you're just like, dude, you're just not getting it done. And fortunately, he got a, a win and then another one. And now, you know, four and five, and their loss was to Buffalo, a very competitive game well, against, think about against the loss a very to good the, team. The, to the Dolphins, where, where, where how well they played in that first half. Yeah. Right? And, and it kind of got away from them. But, but yeah, the, uh, they really needed some wins, and I'm glad that they got them now, now at five and seven. And still, this is a team that was one and six and left for dead, number one pick in the if draft. If they went out, they'll finish 10 oh. and seven, right? Yeah. Ten and seven, which means their finish would be a nine and one. Would that be a nine and one finish? That would be a nine and one finish with your loss to Buffalo, who's going to be favored to win the AFC playoffs. And with the Lions' luck, they'll lose a tiebreaker to Seattle at ten and seven because Seattle beat them in Detroit. They very in that forty-eight forty-five game. Yeah, or, or the tie, the tie for either the Commanders or the Giants. Would keep the Lions out of the playoffs. Yeah, so one of those teams will miss. I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume that Seattle gets in. I think their schedule's easy enough um, with the way that the NFC West is with, with everything that's going on out there. Oh my lord! It, that that's it. it we're we're going to have to have a serious talk about the Rams at some point too. Just just to like divert away from. No, like, no. Let them keep playing the way they're playing. They're going to help uh, the Lions, <laughs> and and we'll get to that. Yeah, we uh, will. later. And then Jimmy G, his injury isn't his foot injury isn't as bad as expected. Yeah, so he could be back apparently as early as the divisional round of the playoffs. They're going to they're win that division. There's very little drama about that. I don't think Seattle's in any position. And Arizona is a total dumpster. Who player. knows what's going on? So th- they're playing New England this week, and I wrote it in my in my picks column at, uh, at Real GM. I'm like, I have no clue what to peg either of these teams as. Like, they're both... They're both probably more talented than you think they are, but they're also worse than you think they are at the same time. It's 
That that's that money in that game is. But where, where are the Patriots going? I mean, I, I get Belichick, his resume, you know, maybe the best <laughs> ever for a head coach in the NFL. But at some point, it is what have you done for me lately? And does he have four or five years to? Because he tinkered uh, with the team this year and putting Patricia in a big position of calling plays. And last year, he was brilliant with Mac Jones as a rookie. He was. Right? They missed they miss Josh McDaniels as much as as that pains a lot of people. He's a hear. better coordinator than head coach, even exactly. though the Raiders are playing some decent football right now. Bill, there are so many people. I'm glad you brought that point up. There are so many people who are much better at coordinating than being a head coach. Marty Morningweg was. Absolutely. Uh, Marinelli with the Lions. I'm going, well, we'll, just, we'll just go off of Lions, yeah. uh, former head coaches. Absolutely, the, the uh, Schwartz is a better coordinator than head coach. So his defenses were fun, man. And, yeah, I know, and, and got fun after he left too. Back both in Buffalo and Tennessee, and he had a good yeah. run uh, with uh, defensive units with Philly. He did, with Peterson. He right? did. Yeah, that, that one of the things that I, you know, when, fortunately we don't have to deal with a coaching change for a while here in in Detroit. But when when those come up. Don't just look at the guy who's the most successful coordinator on either offense or defense because that's not the job you're doing. Your job, you are the CEO of the coaching staff. That's a different mindset. It's a different mentality. It's one of the reasons why Jim Schwartz wasn't good at it. He's That's not who he is. That's one of the reasons why Wade Phillips, one of the greatest defensive coordinators of all time, was a rotten head coach and repeatedly. you know, Both Ryan brothers, terrible head coaches, brilliant coordinators. They just don't have the mindset of how to – how to organize a team, how to bring people together with disparate ideas to bring them together for a common goal. That's a skill. I think Dan Campbell has shown that he's got that skill. He's, he's working the edges off of it. But I, I, I think Dan is one of those guys. I think he's a better head coach than he would be a coordinator. Uh, Sean Payton was a guy like that. Uh, you see uh, John Harbaugh, great example of it. Mike Tomlin, a great example of it. Guys who are who are leadership presences but also have the organizational and teaching skills to teach your coaching staff what you need to do and being able to delegate that those are those are very critical skills I am seeing that from Dan Campbell I'm not I didn't see that at all from Matt Patricia um, and that's 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 one of no, the you never reasons. you never saw Patricia growing on the job oh, God no and you're seeing that because there, there there have been breaking points for Dan Campbell already uh, the o10 and one start uh, one win, almost halfway through, yeah. and he found a way to rally last year. And there, you know, it's not a moral victory crusade, but if you do finish eight and nine, if you do finish nine and eight, I mean, I I said nine and eight and playing meaningful games in December was, you know, in our conversations last summer, Jeff. That's all I was looking for. I didn't even say that they would make the playoffs. Yeah, and I, I said I, nine and eight, play meaningful games in December. And they've achieved that. And I thought you were aiming too high. <laughs> and you, you're right, though. Like, but when they had one win, I'm like, uh, I don't know if Dan Campbell can get this back. And yeah. he did. And he did. That, that's a that's a credit to him, and it's a credit to his coaching staff and for, the players being loyal to him. Because you know that when when you're one and six, if you're Aaron Glenn, you're a guy that's had head coaching interviews. Drew Staley's a guy who's gonna he's gonna be head coach somewhere next year, not in Detroit, but somewhere he's gonna get that job. You know, you're thinking, okay, man, can I? Is this going to hurt my resume? Like when I'm looking around elsewhere, forget resume, or you could have jobs at yeah. the seasons. Yeah, over. seriously, are we? Are we going to survive and Thanksgiving? This team finished two and fifteen. I don't know how you bring them back. I don't either for a third year. Uh, it would have been uh, a very interesting conversation from from Sheila Ford. Yeah.
Well, and she thankfully did, we're not having to do it. Well, when they had the one loss, she did give a a vote of support, and you know here they are. I, my lord, if they if they finish on a nine and one, yeah, and they a nine and one close, and they're ten and seven, and they miss the playoffs, because then you're going to start doing the math, and and I think that uh, undefeated finish really centers on beating the Vikings. And the Vikings present uh, the best receiving core, I think, in the NFL, would you say? Absolutely. Maybe the best offensive weapons close yeah. to it, right? And, and, you know, Dalvin Cook's good. Alexander Madison, their backup, has his three highest career rushing games. TJ Hawkinson, Jefferson, there. right? Hawkinson's yeah. working well for them. Perfect. Uh, the Lions don't miss him, but he, he's, he's, he has helped their offense because he gives them a, a threat over the middle of the field that keeps the safety from going over the top on Justin Jefferson. And uh, we're going to see how that plays out on Sunday because uh, the last time around, Jeff Okuda specifically did a fantastic job on Justin Jefferson. And uh, Amani Arawari on the other side was burnt toast all afternoon. Why was he so bad this year after so much promise last year? He's He is not a guy that can uh, accelerate quickly, and he, he's a guy that has to see it. Uh, so when he's got his back to the quarterback uh, in, in man coverage running down the field, first of all, he's not that fast. Secondly, he just didn't have the the spatial awareness that was going on this year. He didn't play with the confidence that he did a year ago, uh, and it's tough because this is a contract year for him. You know, he's he won't be back in Detroit next year. Uh, that's pretty apparent. And this is a guy, you know, after last season, you know, with the five interceptions, and he he played relatively well all season. You know, was a guy that was looking at making you know five to ten million dollars a year. Now next year, he's going to be looking at you know. A, a prove it contract, you know, vet minimum with maybe a, a, a one million dollar bonus if you play, you know, X amount of snaps, and that's that's probably the best he's going to get. How about Akuda uh, allowed two catches for nine yards uh, yeah. this past Sunday? Quietly, when healthy, uh, he has been phenomenal. Uh, he, he's been fantastic, and and the thing that the other thing that he brings, he is the best tackler pound for pound on that team. Uh, his run defense really stands out. Uh, some of that was is is the fact that I th- I think the 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 blocking attention on the defensive ends uh, frees him up to do a lot of those things. But he, both he and Jerry Jacobs, I'll give him credit too on the outside. Very good tacklers, uh, especially in the run game. Uh, Jerry will will miss one or two, you know, in the passing game after a guy catches the ball. But they're they're very solid in that, and their run defense has, has improved quite a bit. Uh, you're seeing Alex Anzalone getting, you know. Look, that guy has taken a ton of abuse, and I know that his pro football focus score is still low. I'll just say this in defense as much as I can for Alex Anzalone. If you look at the NFL official statistics, he leads all linebackers with eight passes defended and interceptions. Pro football focus still has him graded with zero. There's a disconnect between what Pro Football Focus is watching and grading with Alex Anzalone and what's actually happening. So if you're just going to say that he's terrible because his PFF grade is bad, you're not you're not giving him justice. You're giving way too much credit to people that probably don't understand the throw. Look, he's got the hair. He's got the hammer, the Thor hammer, and, and with the hair, and they, yeah, they don't know who he like is. It looks like he uses conditioner. Uh, oh yeah, he's got he's got beautiful. Yeah, hair. I mean it, it's almost it, when. Yeah, but it, it, it's crazy that Whoa. they have. There is such a disconnect between what he does and how he's graded by PFF. I'm not saying that he deserves to be a great score or anything, but he's a lot better than they make him out to be. I, I I have watched their their 
how they track his games. I, I seriously think they're confusing him with other people on the field, which is crazy because he's a very distinct player. But that's uh, that's that's what happens when you uh, when you rely on the outside sources. That's that's why we watch the games, Bill. Their their turnaround was so unexpected in season. Uh, oh, it really yeah. was. What you got to give Campbell and uh, the players and and golf. Uh, golf played great. Oh Sunday. my gosh, that was fun. He he just is. First drive was shaky. After that, he was so dialed. You in. You know, you've seen these flashes. The Jacksonville game, the first half of Miami, where golf's just been phenomenal. We we do have a lot to talk about with Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can hear uh, on YouTube. Just search for that. Joining us. Uh, in studio, you have a Lions question at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, all of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team. The Grand Rapids Gold, who play their home games inside Van Andel Arena. Get your tickets today. Just search Grand Rapids Gold tickets, see the schedule, and also follow the Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. The 57th Annual GLI is back in tournament form and ready to rock Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids. Featuring the Michigan State Spartan. Goal for Michigan State. The Ferris State Bulldog. The Bulldog bumps at the number two ranked team. Western Michigan Broncos. By Poland with a shot, he scores. And Michigan Tech Huskies. The Huskies are going crazy. The Great Lakes Invitational at Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids, December 27th and 28th. College hockey at its best. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Hey, it's Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros, and we at the Michigan Sports Network, in partnership with Eagle Casino and Sports, the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan, and Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort are sending you on the maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Our Fiesta Bowl giveaway includes round-trip airfare for two, a three-night stay at the Andaz Scottsdale Resort, access to all Alumni Association events with transfers, two tickets to the Fiesta Bowl featuring number 2 Michigan against number 3 TCU, and a post-game meal to follow. Make this New Year's a New Year's to remember. To enter, simply text the keyword GOBLUE to 21000. That's go blue to two one zero zero zero. Must be twenty one years of age or older to enter. One entry per number. Winner selected on Wednesday, December fourteenth at noon Eastern. For full details and information, visit michigansportsnetwork.com. Text the keyword go blue to twenty one thousand, and we'll see you on New Year's Eve in the desert. You're listening to the Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer as we broadcast from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Network, and also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can hear on YouTube. Uh, he's joining us in studio talking about the Lions and the Vikings on Sunday. Lions are favored. Uh, the spread's been bouncing around, but... You know, a 10-2 and two team coming in as an underdog. I, again, I don't know if bulletin board material Jeff works in the NFL, but if you're Kirk Cousins, uh, you're the Vikings, you're Jefferson, you're Thalen, you're Hawk, coming back, uh, playing in another uniform for the first time in Ford Field. I, I would think that kind of uh, irritates you to see that you're an underdog yeah, to a, a five-and-seven Lions team. Most of the Vikings players downplayed it. You know, they gave the Lions their due respect for, for playing well lately. Jalen Rieger, their wide receiver, who's not all that good, by the way, um, he was like, oh, we're winning this game. They're, they're, they're not 
you know, why are we not favored? You know, was basically his his longer point, and uh, you know, it it. Kirk Cousins, those guys are smart. Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, those guys are smart enough not to take that bait. Uh, Rieger took the bait a little bit, and we'll we'll see how that goes. He's not all that consequential of a player, although he does play the slot, which is where the Lions do have trouble on their pass defense. But you know the the, the Hawkinson angle is fascinating to me because this was a guy who was pretty popular in the locker room. You know he was he was not he wasn't like a leader or anything, but he was a guy that was very well respected. Um, went about his business, did his thing, did his thing pretty well. Um, played very well against Minnesota, as an example. So, you know, he's much more involved in Minnesota's offense than he was in Detroit's, and he kind of got what he wanted. And I wonder how much he's going to hold that against the Lions or try to take it out because he kind of fell up. Uh, and and that's that's nothing against where the Lions are at. He fell into a better situation for himself to make more money, which is what one of the reasons why the Lions let him go. The big reason why they let him go, they didn't want to pay him $15, 16000000 million a year. Minnesota might want to do that. So he, he kind of got what he needed out of that. I, I, I don't know if he'll have the kind of hostility that I think a lot of people expect for you know, because because it was a, a, a deal where he – he wasn't asking to get out, but he didn't mind getting out. If that makes any sense, you know, he he was he understood that the Lions were never going to pay him, you know, four years, sixty five million dollars. That 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 just wasn't money that Detroit's going to spend on a tight end. Minnesota might do that, so they kind of did him a favor in of where they traded him, and uh, that I have have pretty good. Pretty good sources that 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 he kind of feels that way. So I don't I don't think he's going to be angry about it, but he is going to be fired up. The fans gave him a lot of crap, and he does remember that. (laughs) One thing I'll look at the matchup with the Vikings is that, and why I really like the Lions on Sunday, if they can do this, Cousins is not a mobile quarterback. So (laughs) you get after him. And and I really look at the Lions' success this year, and you talk about Anzalone making plays when it comes to pass coverage. It's about when they get pressure. They are a good football team. 100%. 100%. Uh, you can go back to the start of the season, you can go back to the first half against Wentz and Washington uh, in their first win, that when they brought pressure, uh, Washington could do nothing. When they didn't bring pressure was when Washington came back in the third quarter and then the Lions adjusted. I looked at Lawrence. They they made him run a couple of times. They, they got him on the move. And I think Cousins uh, loves to be in the pocket, quick release, and if the Lions get pressure, uh, they can win this game on Sunday by double digits. They they absolutely have that chance, and it comes down to the young guys again. Aiden Hutchinson, he's been really really good all year, but now you've got James Houston, sort of the blowtorch. You know, he only plays a handful of play. He's he's not going to play more than ten snaps, but he could get a sack and two quarterback pressures out of that, and that that's more than worth the while for him. Getting Romeo Aquara back this week, he will play Sunday. Uh, haven't seen him since week four of last year. Different type of rusher. You, if you're alternating between him at, at 200 and I think he's 280 as a defensive end, hand and dirt guy, and then you've got James Houston coming in to, to face the same tackle on the next play. He's 240 soaking wet. You know, the fastest linebacker that the Lions have, fastest you know, stand up pass rusher. That that that's putting some stress on. Look, Christian Darrisaw and Brian O'Neill are really good offensive tackles for for Minnesota. That that they they're a quality offensive line. Um, their weakness is their inside, and even that's not all that weak. 
But the ability for the Lions to mix and match and bring different styles of pass rush has worked really well in the last couple of weeks. And that's something that they have to do against Minnesota because, again, this is a good line. You know, they are, they are right there with the Lions in terms of, of line skill. And if you can, if you can impact Kirk Cousins, like you said, that's how you beat them because he, he, he's playing really well. He's dialed in. I'm not going to, I'm not going to diss Kirk Cousins, Holland Zone, you know, for those of you out on, on the West Coast in WHTC where I live. But, uh, he's, he's playing really, really well. But if you can rattle him, you know, there's the whole, you know, primetime Kirk. Obviously this game's at one o'clock, but you know, his, his dubious record in big games and, and primetime games, you know, national spotlight games. This game, by the way, is sort of a national spotlight game. They got one of the better announcing tandems. Thank goodness we, we avoid Chris Myers this week. It's, uh, it's, it, 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 there's a lot of pressure on Minnesota to prove, to validate to themselves. Um, they called it, it's a, it's a hat and t-shirt game because if they win, they clinch the North. That's, uh, I don't want to see that happen in our house, man. Yeah. By the way, uh, you mentioned James Houston. Uh, you're looking at the youth on that Lions defense. Well, let alone the youth over on the offense and the foundation that's being built uh, for the future uh, with this team. Is phenomenal. They had a they had a stint in in the Jacksonville game where they were playing Aleem McNeil, uh, Aiden Hutchinson, James Houston. Uh, then they had uh, Derek Barnes, Malcolm Rodriguez, Jerry Jacobs, Kirby Joseph, and are those all second year or first or second year players? Right, right. first they second had, year or less. They had I was seven say. of those guys on the field at one time, right. and the, and they got off the field in the three and out like that and. For that that's where the defensive improvement is coming. Like these guys are getting better together. We'll go back in in, in the the old time machine to the, the Pistons when they were coming together with Isaiah and Joe Dumars. How they all got better together. Like they made some key additions later on. But that that young core, like they had some talent, and but they 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 coalesced into something. You can see that happening with the Lions. You absolutely can. And the people that I talk to around the league are like, y'all got something good with the, these young guys on defense here. Uh, Jeff will uh, talk more during uh, the DraftKings NFL Power Hour coming up during Hour 3 here on the huge show across Michigan. Uh, Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com. Uh, follow the LionsWire Twitter, Facebook. Follow Jeff on Twitter uh, at uh, Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N. And also on YouTube, search Detroit Lions Podcast. And Jeff is one of the co-hosts there. He'll join us along with Merrill Hodge next hour on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. And a reminder, make sure you always use that promo code HUGE when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And also with the holiday hoops out there, from college basketball to the NBA, you can get in on pro basketball with the Pistons right now. The DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And new customers can bet just $5 pre-game money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code HUGE when you sign up to get in on the Holiday Hoops action. And then once you use the code HUGE, you sign up. After downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can place that $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. 
Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Dirty oil can easily wreak havoc on your vehicle's engine. So be sure to change the oil at recommended intervals. And for a motor oil that outperforms conventional and synthetic blends, try Mobile One, the full synthetic motor oil that keeps your engine running like new. Ask for Mobile One at your local Auto Value Auto Parts store. And don't forget to pick up a Wix XP oil filter to complete the job. Because when it comes to oil changes, we've got you covered at Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and filling your sleigh with $100,000. Come out for Reindeer Games every Friday in December from 6 to 10 p.m. Each hour, two players have the chance to pick a lucky reindeer and win up to $100,000 cash. Don't miss your chance at huge holiday winnings only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Friday broadcast being heard on 19 stations statewide. For the one close to you, go to The Huge Show. We do it Monday through Friday, 3 until 6 p.m. You also can listen live anywhere in America on the iHeart app. Weekday afternoons at 3, just search uh, The Huge Show. Same thing if you miss any interview, any hour, any show, search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. We talked about it yesterday, and we're continuing it today. We're proud to partner with our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids, Tim Fagan, Dave Taft, and iHeart West Michigan. Uh, they have teamed up with Helen DeVos Children's Hospital for their annual Radiothon, a two-day event where people are giving gifts that will help children 
in West Michigan, throughout the state, and even all across this country. And Helen DeVos Children's Hospital is truly a beacon of hope and professionals there for our children. So if you want to donate, uh, you have through today, and you can donate at any time, but we have the quick links. Uh, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and we're honored to have Dr. Hussein Morandi, president of Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, uh, in the talk about their mission, what they're doing, and also uh, the Radiothon. Welcome in, Dr. Morandi. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Who would have thought? Me on the huge show. So thank you for giving us time to talk about the Children's Hospital. Yes, you know what? Away from this wonderful endeavor, the Radiothon, we do make dreams come true during the holiday season on the huge show. Well, thank you. All right. Uh, tell me about uh, what it's been like, uh, you know, through the pandemic. Uh, RSV is there now. Uh, we heard that yesterday from uh, your team at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. Uh, the last couple of years, uh, your team, the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, uh, what has it been like fighting through the pandemic and also protecting the kids? Well, you, you mentioned that you hit it right on the head. When we talk about the pandemic for the past two and a half years, completely has changed the lives of all of our uh, all of our lives, especially uh, our patients, the kids that we care for. And just recently, many of your listeners will know that we're going through a significant uh, issue with uh, respiratory viruses that are causing patients to have to be admitted to the hospital. So in the past couple of uh, months, we have seen uh, an excessive number of uh, patients that have had to be admitted to the hospital, specifically because they're having difficulties with all these viruses that we're seeing at this time of the year. Yeah, Dr. Hussein uh, Morandi, President Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan uh, the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Radiothon uh, continues through today with iHeart West Michigan and Tim Fagan and the crew. Uh, the gifts, the giving, not just the Radiothon here over the last couple of days, but uh, the way individuals, businesses, families uh, give to Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. Uh, let's talk about the impact that makes on children and families in need. I, I would love to do that. I know many of your listeners are like myself who have uh, young kids. I have uh, two little boys, eight and six, and I can tell you just the thought of knowing that we have a, a world-class, uh, nationally-ranked children's hospital here in our backyard just in case we needed them. It's just a blessing to be able to have that. And I can tell you, when you donate to the children's hospital, your gift goes toward finding new cures, improving therapies, and more effective treatment options for all of our kids. So if there's something you want to give to give today, because nothing matters more than the kids. And it's just a, a wonderful time of the year to be able to do that. And the children's hospital can use every dollar to be able to care for these kids that we're seeing here every day. Yeah. And by the way, we do have the quick link on making a gift today through the iHeart uh, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Radiothon. Go to add huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. I got about uh, 60 seconds, uh, Dr. Morandi. Uh, as a dad, as president of the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, uh, what's it like for you? I think it becomes personal for a lot of your team members who do have children and who are helping children on a daily basis. It does. I've got to tell you, uh, 
what I do is not a job, it's really a calling. And I think that's true for many people that work in these uh, walls here. Our staff is absolutely dedicated to caring for kids. That's what they live for. That's what they get up every morning to do. And we do it so well. And, you know, when, when a child is in need, everybody steps up. And I can tell you, I'm so proud of our team, so proud of our community for stepping up. And this is how the community can continue to help us donate. Doesn't matter how much it is, every little bit helps. So thank you for giving us the opportunity to talk to your listeners and and really get some help to continue to do our work. Uh, Dr. Hussein uh, Morandi, President Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, uh, on what I call the Miracle uh, Medical Mile in downtown Grand Rapids. Hey, my best to you, your team, your family during the holidays, and keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Same to you. All Have right. a great day. Yeah, back at you, my friend, Dr. Hussein Morandi. Yeah, calling. Doctors, nurses, those on the front line, they're doing it every day. If you can donate to the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Radiothon, again, that quick link, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. If you miss any of our interviews at any time, any hours, any full shows, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big, bad, huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. And here's a calendar, December 9th through the 11th and the 16th through the 18th. The Grand Rapids Ballet presents the Nutcracker at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 11th, Heather McMahon and the Comeback Tour at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 17th for King and Country. The Little Drummer Boy Christmas at Van Andel Arena. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 20th, Coco Melon Live. The Comeback Tour at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com. December 21st, Chevy Chase Live. A Christmas Vacation Q&A with Chevy Chase following a screening of the movie Christmas Vacation. That's at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And December 27th and 20th. It will be the Great Lakes Collegiate Hockey Invitational at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids, Western Michigan, Michigan Tech, Michigan State, and Ferris State University all will be a part of it. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And December 29th, Jeff Dunham, the Still Not Canceled Tour inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's one 838 
4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is our number two on the only statewide syndicated afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Wow. In World Cup action, Argentina was leading the Netherlands 2-zip. And they're in added time. I don't think it's extra time yet. Added time. And Messi just got a yellow card and gave up a free kick outside the box. And the Netherlands tied it up at 2 Wow. That is amazing. You had PKs earlier today with Brazil, who was leading in extra time and lost in penalty kicks. That's what PKs are known as. They're going to check the goal. It looked like Netherlands might have been offsides. So they go to video-assisted replay, VAR, that they call it in soccer. I don't know. The flag didn't go up. So that's a big question. This World Cup has been phenomenal. And I know a lot of people aren't soccer fans, but my Lord. Uh, Croatia's grit, toughness was absolutely phenomenal. And the goal will stand. They are tied at two. Man. Wow. That is crazy. So I'm doing the show live, and we got Superfly Hayes, and we'll have Joey Baroni, one of our soccer insiders, join us in a moment. We're blessed to have uh, the Baroni family, and then you mix in John Conlon, some of the best soccer minds in the state who join us whenever there's anything soccer, but a two-zip lead late, and now they're tied at two. Argentina. And the Netherlands. The winner will get uh, Croatia. And on the other side, you got uh, England and France in a monster matchup. And then Morocco, the surprise story of the World Cup against uh, Portugal. Man, that is uh, flat out crazy. Wow. Now it looks like there's going to be a fight. Soccer, the passion of the fans, the players. I there's not another sport in the world that matches the passion of the fans and the players. They look like they're ready to brawl. Now there's a lot of pushing and shoving. Yeah, because Argentina. I mean, their fans. They were up two zip. It looked like they're moving on, and it's end of the second half now. So uh, the extra time is done. I mean, I, I think the Netherlands scored on what would have been the final play. They had a free kick outside the box. Like, that's it. Either they they get the goal or Argentina moves on to play Croatia in the semifinals. Wow, Joey Baroni, uh, one of our soccer insiders, head soccer coach at Grand Rapids Catholic Central uh, High School, a great program, and also Joey, one of the top club coaches for MFA uh, here on the west side of the state. And had four sons uh, all play D1 soccer 
at Michigan State, and Joey uh, was at Calvin University, known then as Calvin College. And Joey, I was just catching the end. Oh, it's not over, but it looked like the match was over. And literally on the last play, uh, that free kick outside the box, uh, the Netherlands tied it up, and they're going to extra time. Wow. I think Joey, is he standing by? You there, Joey? Uh, yes, I'm here. Sorry, I don't know that you were up. Okay, yeah, we were. I'm leading into you. That's what you know, like they do on Fox. They lead into Lexi Lalas, and they 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 lead into the people, and then uh, Lexi comes on and complains about everything, and then uh, they go back to their other soccer insiders. So uh, I assume I know you're down in Ann Arbor at a futsal tournament, but uh, this World Cup, the drama, it's delivered just today, if not the entire World Cup, uh, one of the best I've ever seen. Yeah, it's most definitely. As you said just a few minutes ago, just the emotions you could see it this morning when uh, Croatia um, beat Brazil, just in the fans, just the tears, the tears of agony, tears of joy on the other side. And stuff. This game right here, that's uh, the Netherlands versus Argentina, just uh, you know, scoring the, on the left side of the game with the genius free kick that they did. Just uh, Yeah, I, I don't think there's another sporting event. In, in the world that uh, that matches it, um, and uh, yeah, we're gonna enjoy the rest of today, tomorrow, then we have the semifinals, the finals. So yeah, it's, uh, it's that was probably the reason why I didn't catch your clue there to get back on the radio because I'm still shocked about what I just saw. Yeah, how about the <laughs> how about the free kick call uh, that normally uh, you you look to bend it in, you look to get a shot on goal, and they kept it on the ground and rolled it through the wall. And uh, and it would have been the last play of, of of the match, and they scored. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, that was that was genius because the the front five sticks on the wall jump. One guy lays down to make sure you don't shoot it low. So the wall jumps to make sure you don't shoot it high. So what they had is they put their two big forwards next to the wall. But when when the kick was taken, they just opened up their hips and they let the ball under there and scored. The biggest thing was though what Netherlands did when they were down to goals. They subbed in they subbed in the two tall center forwards. Um one of them scored the header to make it two one and then uh, the other one just scored again. And uh, they started playing for two big tall center forwards and just started um hitting balls high into the box and then had them flick out with the headers and they completely changed the game. So going back to the USA Netherlands game that's something that we could do. When we were down two goals, we didn't sub in two big tall center forwards because we don't have those kind of players. We actually subbed in our two small dynamic players, Aronson and Reyna, but those are the two players you want to start the game with, um, in my opinion. And that will happen that will happen in the next World Cup. I think the coach will plus Aronson and Reyna to be mature enough to play, but you know, you gotta find a way you you got to find a way to play your best players, put your best players on the field. Uh, and the U.S. is not quite there yet because we're young and uh, we're not, we don't have the maturity level. But the Dutch coach, as I said before in the show, he's won Champions League. He's a very experienced coach. And he um, he, he also he also um, got us in the USA game. Uh, but, you know, he's playing a 5-3-2 and we stuck with our four in the back. 
He let our center backs come through, set back with the five defenders and the two midfielders. He put his two forwards out wide, and he trapped our center backs to bring the ball up through the middle. And we don't have enough quality, enough experience yet to, to break down those kind of tactics. Um, and look what Argentina did today. Argentina has been playing four in the back the whole tournament, but they went to five in the back today to match the Netherlands 5 3 2. So, so our coach, as our players, still needs, I think, the maturity experience at that level. Um, you know, he might, he might not be there in four years, but also, as I mentioned before, I like, I like the U.S. coach is trusting his players to play for like soccer. And, you know, the day that I would think Netherlands just sit back against us and let us have the ball, even though they kind of did it to, to trap us. So it goes to show that we've made progress, but we're also at our limitations. But hopefully in four years, our players will be more mature and experienced as well as coach, whether it be Greg Burrow or somebody else. 2-2 in extra time, Argentina and the Netherlands. The winner will face Croatia, who knocked out Brazil in penalty kicks earlier today. England, France happening tomorrow afternoon. Morocco, uh, Portugal, uh, World Cup getting down to the semis. Joey Baroni, head soccer coach at Grand Rapids Catholic Central, also uh, one of the top club coaches with MFA uh, at Grand Rapids, one of our soccer insiders, wanted to get his thoughts on what he watched today. Joey, thank you so much. We'll check in with you next week. Sounds good, Bill. Thanks for having me. All right, Joey Baroni. Uh, I know some of you don't like soccer, but man, you get to this level in the athletes. Uh, it's amazing. It really is. And there's something about knockout games, like a game seven elimination game and uh, the playoffs, you know, March Madness. It, it's always a fantastic TV or phenomenal to be there in person. And we'll get the World Cup in North America, Mexico, Canada, Canada and the U.S. coming up in 2026. All right, speaking of being there, uh, how many of you have texted the one word, Go Blue, together, G-O-B-L-U-E, to 21,000? Now, the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan and Soren Eagle are given that trip for two. Chartered uh, plane, you'll get two seats. Three nights at a luxurious Scottsdale, Arizona resort. You'll get meals, game tickets, um, I think some meals covered, parties, uh, everything. Uh, it is Amazing blue trip of a lifetime. So what you need to do is text as one word, go blue to 21,000. That is G-O-B-L-U-E all together as one word to 21,000. And we'll announce that winner coming up on December 14th. So that's less than a week away. Uh, spread the news. You have to be 21 and up. Uh, one entry per phone number. Text go blue as one word, G-O-B-L-U-E, G-O. Uh, B-L-U-E, uh, to 21,000, and we'll announce that winner on Wednesday, uh, December uh, 14th. We'll also keep you up to date on the World Cup and my conversation with Tony Anise, that football coach at Ferris State University. They're two wins away from back-to-back D2 football national championships. They're hosting West Florida tomorrow at noon in Big Rapids. We were up there doing a live road show on Wednesday. My conversation with Coach Anise is next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. The 57th Annual GLI is back in tournament form and ready to rock and end arena in Grand Rapids. Featuring the Michigan State Spartans. Goal for Michigan State. The Ferris State Bulldogs. The Bulldogs launch at the number two ranked team. Western Michigan Broncos. I pull it with a shot, he's 
Michigan Tech High School. The Huskies are going crazy. The Great Lakes Invitational at Andal Arena in Grand Rapids, December 27th and 28th. College hockey at its best. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. You're listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on a Van Andel Arena. DeVos Performance Hall and DeVos Plays Friday. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, as we originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Stores studio. I mentioned that on Wednesday we did a road show looking ahead to Ferris State University and Bulldog football hosting West Florida tomorrow at noon. NCAA D2 semifinal. The winner goes to McKinney, Texas. Ferris State and the Dogs looking for back-to-back D2 national championships. And I had a chance two days ago to talk with head coach Tony Anise. And Tony joined us. Uh, to discuss uh, the road to the Final Four, the game on Saturday, and also what it would be like uh, to win back-to-back titles. And Tony Anise is standing by, set to uh, jump in here on the huge show across Michigan from the new, I guess it would be part new, part redesigned uh, Ferris State University Athletic Complex. And uh, Tony, the one thing I know is uh, pulling in the Big Rapids off of 131. You see cranes, you see buildings going up. And then when Rob Bentley met me here at the Ferris State Athletic Complex, fabulous place. Yeah, we're growing. It's an awesome thing to see. I don't know if you saw our new uh, strength and conditioning facility, but uh, it's incredible. It's uh, 
it's been we've been waiting for it for a long time and so we're really excited to have it you know for the first day you took this job here at ferris to where we sit today uh, a couple days out on the west florida d2 semifinal matchup after an unbelievable uh, win in allendale uh, where you moved on uh, to the semifinals and beat your arch rival Grand Valley, who had beaten you earlier in the year here in Big Rapids. Uh, what do you take pride in the most uh, in terms of uh, how you've built this Ferris State football program? Well, just how many kids have graduated. Um, I mean, uh, we we have had some miraculous young men. Um, you know, the the the, the pride in like the university particularly from my players, my former players. It's incredible. Um, we have such uh, great support. And you watch uh, like a Landon Grove who came here and played and and now is the uh, head coach at, at West Catholic. And won a state title. Wins the state championship. Um, you know, Jason Vanderlaan's the OC at Rockford. Dylan Roney is actually the outside linebacker coach at the University of Michigan. And uh, so I'm just throwing a few names out there. But these are former Bulldogs who are just doing miraculous things out there. And so just to see those people grow, obviously it's awesome that we've won so many games and, and obviously won, in, won the national championship last year was, was incredible. But so proud of our guys, and they're so loyal. And, uh, you know, the NFL guys, you know, I mean, we've got Tyvier Thomas playing for Houston, two guys playing for the Dolphins, and, and Justin Zimmer now, and, and Zach Sealer, and and Malik Taylor was with the Packers, and Austin Edwards with with uh, you know with the Chiefs, and then Jared Bernhardt's with the Falcons now, and I'm probably missing uh, one of them, which scares me now when I do it off the top of my head. But but um, it's just incredible what what these young men have done, and it's just a. Uh, it's just such a point of pride for us. Tony Anise, head football coach at Ferris State University, joining us here on the huge show across Michigan as we're live inside uh, the newly redesigned Ferris State Athletic Complex in Big Rapids here on the west side of the state. And what's pretty cool, Tony, to know your track record from Muskegon to uh, Grand Rapids Community College uh, here to Ferris, and you talk about graduates, you talk about guys who uh, got into coaching like yourself, and other guys who were good enough to make that next uh, step to the NFL. It really, to me, defines what a football program at the college level is all about, but you're doing it at the D2 level. You're not doing it with a $100 million budget. The facilities are being upgraded. Uh, You are the defending D2 national football champions, but this is about uh, a lot of hard work at the grassroots level to make it happen. Absolutely, and... uh I, I said it. I don't mean to brag about high school guys, but I said when Peter Sturzma took the Hope College job that he was going to kill it, and he has. And, uh, you know, the head coach at Alma College uh, just went to the playoffs. And got honored as region coach of the region year. Region coach of the year. Yep, D3. He, he was a high school head coach. And so um, it doesn't happen often enough, truthfully. There are so many high school coaches that are great coaches. I don't know what it is about um, sometimes – the negligence of the hiring of some people, but there's some uh, miraculous high school coaches that, um, you know, can do this. And I'm proud that we've been able to do it. You know, it's, uh, it's been amazing. Um, but when, when you're a high school coach, you, you learn to use all your skills to do everything. And like sometimes 
I don't mean to be dis- disrespectful to college coaches. Sometimes they don't. Division one college coaches, everybody does their work for them. You know, they got all the GAs and all the stuff and things like that. So, you know, some of them don't even know how to, like, they don't have basic computer skills. And so, um, you know, it's pretty cool to see uh, our program grow. And you, you have to be able to do a million different things. Really, D2 is more like a combination of what you do, because you don't have a, a bunch of coaches, what you do as a high school coach, but you're coaching college kids. And, and that's the perfect combination, because when I look at the 2022 Ferris State roster, it's a national roster, but also a heavy footprint here in Michigan, which goes back to your connection to those high school coaches, a lot of them that you've known for decades. Yeah, I said it when I, when I first took the job. I was going to you know, I was going to try to get kids from Rockford, Michigan, or you know, Zealand, Zealand, Michigan, or you know, the multitude of kids we got that are from West Michigan. Then we sprinkle in some East Side kids, and and then we go all over the place: Florida, California, Texas, uh, Georgia, and we get the rest of them. But if we don't get the kid we want in Michigan, which is priority number one. That's the only reason we leave the state, to find somebody at a particular position that we had no luck in Michigan getting. How has the transfer portal affected your program, either in a positive or negative way? Well, just a general commentary. I'm scared to death of it. I, I'm afraid that it's it's going to be a mess. And uh, It's free agency it, every year now, right? Yeah, and, and, and you know, you, you coach... You coach, at least I coach, because I love young people, you know. And so I want to develop, like, a five-year relationship with my guys. I don't want to have one year in, one year out. And we've only had here um, one one one-year guy since we've been here. The rest, we, we you know, recruit them uh, as two, three, four, five, or sometimes six-year guys. And, and so it makes me nervous. Um, I hope that uh, people aren't starting to recruit our team and trying to convince them, you know, back-channeling to convince our guys to go. Are there any rules when it comes to the transfer portal on tampering? Well, yes, but no. Um, you know, so you're saying there are there are NCAA rules, which that rule book has spider webs all over it because no one ever opens a rule book. It's right? a mess, right? It's a mess. And so anybody that wants to talk to, like, one of our best players who might be a younger guy, they're going to figure out how to do it. And and truthfully, we had a big camp here last summer with, you know, I mean, every every Division One coach in the Midwest was here, head coach, and... And a couple of them were like, man, you got some good-looking kids. I said, stay away from my kids, you know. But if they want to talk to my guys, they can back-channel to do it most likely. Uh, everybody's smart enough to do that. But it is uh, against the rules to do. It's a calculated risk, though, and I'll say this. And you, you, you watched it at Michigan State this year, that if you enter the transfer portal and leave a situation where things are pretty good for you and you think the grass is greener on the other side, and you get there and it's not, you basically have imploded your entire collegiate career. Yeah, and and that's happening a lot, you know, because a lot of the young men that are... There's are, a lot of promises made that are never kept, right? right? Well, you know, like every, everybody's running around now, right now. All the D1s are, are running around trying to get a kid in for this next semester. So the value they see in it is, well, I can get a kid in to whatever school this is and I can get them in for spring ball and that's so big for them so they're trying to get kids in for spring ball and unfortunately um, 
you know, it, it's going to be a huge push here until you know the sign, Division One signing period. We don't have a early signing period, so you know we're February first this year, and I think that's really good. Either that, or you know, let them let them sign whenever they want to sign because the whole signing period and all that stuff and 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 uh, the portal is, is it's just a mess yeah the portal those those who won't return inside the portal uh, tony anise head football coach at ferris state university joining us during our live road show here in big rapids at the newly redesigned and added on uh, ferris state athletic complex with but noon saturday right across the street at top taggart field uh, will be west florida uh, the weather is a little bit different in West Florida than it will be in West Michigan on Saturday. Noon is the kickoff. Uh, you survived uh, one of your biggest wins in program history on the road against a powerful Grand Valley team. Now you come back home, you get West Florida on Saturday. I know you and your staff team been breaking down the film, the matchup. Uh, what do you see? Well, first off, we survived Pittsburgh State by three as well the week before that. Yeah, the D two yeah. playoffs are loaded. Yeah, it's it's uh, and our region's loaded. Like with some of the best teams, like Pittsburgh State was the MIAA champ. Grand Valley won the GLIAC championship. Northwest Missouri State was in our region. They're uh, you know a power. It was almost like a Final Four in right, itself. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, it was. And and now West Florida comes to town, and and they were the nineteen national champs. We are the twenty one national champs. There was no. 20 football in D2, but uh, but you know they're they're a powerhouse. Um, you know they've been to the national championship t- game now twice, and so they're they're regulars in this situation. And they came up here in '19 and uh, beat us in in the semis. So um, it, it'll be a challenge. We've avenged. We've had three losses since. Uh, the beginning of the 18 season. Three losses since the beginning of the 18 yeah. season. We lost to Valdosta State in the 18 national championship game. We avenged that. How do you keep a program going when you only lose three times <laughs> in four years? I was asking Rob Bentley that question earlier. How do you sustain a program when you've only lost three times in yeah. four years? And we've avenged two losses, obviously the Valdosta game, and then Grand Valley was the second loss this season, and we avenged that. And now West Florida is the third loss so hopefully we can avenge Ooh, that and move on they say things come in three so yeah, thank you uh, for people who may uh, come up to top tiger field in big rapids on saturday noon uh, is the kickoff earlier kick time because of uh, espn uh, plus tv coverage uh, the look on this team uh, the playmakers uh, that people will enjoy watching on saturday or if you win and get to the national title game in mckinney texas a week from saturday uh, who have been your leaders on the field this year well, the best lineman in the nation um, is Caleb Murphy. He won the award as the best lineman in the nation just uh, a couple of days ago. He's from Dowagiac, Michigan. Um, he'll be he'll be an NFL draft pick. Um, so he's he's the sack leader and all time sack leader for all of college football. Um, all time leader for all of college football. all of college football. any level yeah. any level. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So he's. Uh, He's had a miraculous season. And then, um, you know, we've got uh, Malik Mitchell is our quarterback. Uh, obviously, we lost Jared Bernhardt last year, and, and he's in the NFL. But Malik's done great things. He's a lefty gunslinger, um, transfer from Kent State. Um, he's been a really good player for us. And then, most likely, uh, 
or just a bunch of guys after that. Competitive guys. C.J. Jefferson from Muskegon uh, is, is a great player for us. Uh, Marcus Taylor from Orlando, Florida is a great player for us. In the secondary, most of our guys are Florida guys. They can run. They can play. Um, and they've been, you know, Sidney McLeod has, has been here for a while. He's a is that the seventh year guy? Yeah, he's in, he's number one for us, and he's been a great player. So yeah, we with with COVID seventh year. That's Centel Williams, the 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 guy that's been here the longest. Yeah, medical red shirt. You take yeah, a yeah, red yeah, shirt. Yeah. You get a COVID year. Yeah. You get your yeah. four years. Yeah. I, I think I saw one of the highlights that were on the Ferris State football Twitter feed yeah. and a great montage put together with Rob and the call on the Dog Network. That yep. They said the seventh year uh, it'll die. And then yeah. what with COVID, with yeah. the medical red shirt, red shirt year, you, and four years, there's your seven. And, and guys, you know, they've graduated already. They graduated a year ago. And we got guys that have graduated who working are working on their masters. Yeah, right? working yeah. on their masters or just doing, you know, certified uh, programs and things of that stuff. But yeah, it's it's been, uh, we got some old guys on our team, you know, 24, 25, 26 year olds. Yeah, but that, that, you know, it, it's the mix of leadership, of uh, youth of creating a program where you mentioned three losses with Ferris State football since the start of 2018 and all the great football programs lose players every year but it's about the next man up it's about having the depth the depth in season and the depth from season to season yeah, that's what I'm most proud of with this team particularly on offense we've had to just plug people in and uh, we've had some injuries we lost Xavier Wade who's an NFL talent receiver from Holland, West Ottawa. We lost him in week two, and and he's been you know one of the best receivers we've ever had here. And and so we've just plugged guys in, and they've just you know they've they you know Brady Roche from from Muskegon Motor Shores is a redshirt freshman. At the beginning of the season, he was you know playing you know four or five plays a game, and now he's probably playing you know 65, 70 plays a game. And uh, so I'm proud of the way our team's kind of hung in there and. And stuck together. Tony Neese is the head football coach at Ferris State University, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan inside uh, the newly redesigned and added on uh, Bulldog Arena, Ferris State Athletic Complex. Noon Saturday, Ferris State, West Florida, D2 NCAA football semifinal, top Taggart Field right across the street from our broadcast position. Get your tickets at FerrisStateBulldogs.com and also at the box office on Saturday. Should be a big crowd up here. Only football game in the state and one of the few uh, in America with a win. Uh, Tony and the Dogs will go back to McKinney, Texas with a chance to go back-to-back national championships. Yeah, that'd be incredible. Hopefully we can get it done. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms 
destinations at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Hey, it's Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros, and we at the Michigan Sports Network, in partnership with Eagle Casino and Sports, the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan, and Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort are sending you on the maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Our Fiesta Bowl giveaway includes round-trip airfare for two, a three-night stay at the Andaz Scottsdale Resort, access to all Alumni Association events with transfers, two tickets to the Fiesta Bowl featuring number two Michigan against number three TCU, and a post-game meal to follow. Make this New Year's a New Year's to remember. To enter, simply text the keyword GOBLUE to 21000. That's go blue to two one zero zero zero. Must be twenty one years of age or older to enter. One entry per number. Winner selected on Wednesday, December fourteenth at noon Eastern. For full details and information, visit michigansportsnetwork.com. Text the keyword go blue to twenty one thousand, and we'll see you on New Year's Eve in the desert. Imagine this: winning big at Soaring Eagle and filling your sleigh with a hundred thousand dollars. Come out for reindeer games every Friday in December from six to ten p.m. Each hour, two players have the chance to pick a lucky reindeer and win up to $100,000 cash. Don't miss your chance at huge holiday winnings. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan, representing our affiliate WMPL from Michigan Tech Hockey, Joe Sean uh, is their head coach, and uh, they're having another great season in progress. And also, uh, they will converge uh, as a team, as a fan base, uh, in Grand Rapids, December 27th, 28th, uh, the Great Lakes invitation of one of the most prestigious and tradition-filled hockey tournaments uh, at the D1 level, will be at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids, Michigan Tech, Ferris State, Michigan uh, State, and Western Michigan. And uh, Joe Sean is the head coach of the Huskies uh, in the UP at Michigan Tech, and he joins us uh, here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Welcome back, Coach. Great. I wish uh, wish we were doing this face-to-face. I always enjoy seeing you. Yeah, I love it up there. I tell everybody, man, uh, Houghton Hancock, Calumet, uh, it's not copper country, it's God's country. What a great uh, setting for a university, the people there at Michigan Tech. So I, I am curious, uh, because we're partners with Van Andel Arena, and I thought, okay, 12-hour drive, give or take, from Houghton. I've made it a couple times with our affiliate WMPL. My guess is, based on knowing your fan base at Michigan Tech, you will have a ton of fans inside Van Andel Arena December 27th and 28th at GLI. Yeah, we have a we have a great base. There's a, there's a tremendous uh, hockey family in, in the hundred plus years we've had a we've had a, a hockey team. I wouldn't I wouldn't even be surprised if there's one that's been at uh, seen a hockey game every single year of those hundred and two or hundred and three years. So um, it's a it's a good uh, it's a good base. We'll travel well. We always travel well when we when we play at uh, Little Caesars Arena or 
back in the day at the Olympia, and it'll be no different. It's going to be a, it's going to be a great tournament. Ferris State's playing really good hockey. They they uh, swept Mankato last weekend on, on the road. It's first time uh, Mankato who lost in the final game of the NCAA tournament last year, and it's the first time they've been swept at home since like 2015. And Western Michigan, the top offensive team in the nation, isn't it? And then uh, one of my former players, Adam Nightingale, is coaching Michigan State, and he's doing a great job there. They're they're doing a good job, and they're they're highly ranked right now as well. So it's going to be a great tournament. Um, I was able to be in the Van Andel last year uh, as a spectator. We had a couple of players signed after our season was done, one with Texas and one with Grand Rapids, and we went down and got to see their first pro game, and I thought the, thought the venue was just perfect. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hold a great fan base. I think um, every team's going to be represented well, and it, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, Van Andel Arena is one of the great uh, arena rinks uh, in the sport, and to have Michigan Tech, your squad, uh, Michigan State, Western, and Ferris, and all great coaches. And you mentioned Nightingale and the connection there. And Michigan State really is on the rebound. He's doing a great job uh, there in East Lansing. Uh, for Michigan Tech, for the hockey fans that will be inside Van Andel Arena December 27th and 28th uh, in Grand Rapids for the Great Lakes Invitational, uh, what do you like about this year's Michigan Tech team? Well, I... I, I... I'd be lying if I said it wasn't a major concern going in for me as to how we how we perform. We lost, uh, we didn't lose. We had a, a number of players sign contracts at the end of the last two that could have returned uh, it, and and had indicated they would return had they not gotten the contracts they got, but but they did get it. So we went from returning the most goals in the league um, potentially to the fewest goals in the league um, in a matter of two days when all these players signed, and that's usually a pretty good indication of where you'll finish, the amount of goals that you return on your roster. But having said that, uh, we're a point out of first place right now, and and uh, I, I think we've taken points in probably our last six or eight games in league play, and and we've gotten great goaltending. We've gotten some good timely scoring. Um, guys have worked extremely hard, and, and uh, I can tell you it's been one of the most enjoyable experiences I've had because it's had to be, it's had to be completely different. It's just had to try to try to find guys' strengths and uh, and let them let them go through. We played everybody on our roster has gotten in the, in in multiple games, um, and and so it's really on who's performing and who's doing a job and how well they practice. They're going to get in. There's really no entitlement within our team, and our team doesn't expect any. And uh, it's it's really been an enjoyable enjoyable run. We have ten wins uh, so far. Just prior to Christmas, and that's uh, you know I, I didn't know if we would get that. Uh, I thought that'd be a stretch to get that all year long, and, and our guys have done just a remarkable job. So they really don't surprise me. I'm kind of leaving everything up to the Lord and letting Him just kind of you know make this an enjoyable experience. And the guys are doing a have been a phenomenal group to work with. Yeah, Joe Sean, uh, he's a phenomenal D1 uh, hockey coach at Michigan Tech, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan, and want to give some love to our affiliate. Uh, WMPL AM 920 and 107.3 there in Houghton-Hancock, Calumet. Michigan Tech will be playing Western Michigan on Tuesday, December 27th. Uh, their first game in the four-team setup in the Great Lakes Invitational at Van Andel Arena uh, in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets available right now at Ticketmaster.com. Also, uh, Tech Hockey getting a nice schedule break here between the holiday weekends and everything. And they'll be back in action on December 16th and 17th. 
in the UP over in the Sioux against Lake Superior State. Joe, uh, looking forward to seeing you guys, man. I'll stop by, say hello. Maybe we can grab a bite to eat or something and catch up when Michigan Tech hockey is in GR. Yeah, it'll be great. To, it'll be great to see. You. I always enjoy. Always enjoy seeing you, and I always enjoy listening to your listening to your show. So I appreciate all the support that you that you give us continuously. Yeah, I wish you guys were only like a half hour away, but uh, the problem is you're a longer drive than me going to St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, we love you, Joe. Take care, man. We'll see you in Grand Rapids. Great, thank you. Yeah, Joe Sean, uh, he is uh, one of the best D one hockey coaches. Uh, in the business uh, from Michigan Tech Hockey and the Husky fan base, the hunk, the Husky experience for hockey. It feels like you're watching a mini NHL franchise. And I love Hode Hancock Calumet. I mean it. And thanks to our longtime affiliate WMPL AM 920 107.3 if you are in uh, the Houghton area. Final segment this hour, and Superfly Hayes tells me that our friends from Van Andel Arena have a free four-pack of tickets to one lucky huge show listener for December 27th. You'll see both games and see all four teams, Michigan State, Western, Michigan Tech, and Ferris. On December 27th in downtown Grand Rapids inside Van Andel Arena. Let's take lucky caller 27, Superfly, because it's December 27th. Caller 27, you'll get a four-pack of tickets for December 27th, day one of the Great Lakes Hockey Invitational inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Caller 27, you will be a winner, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. But actually, you can't enter on our social network, so on 866-838-4843, caller 27. You'll get four tickets to day one of the Great Lakes Invitational, some of the best college hockey in the Midwest at Van Andel Arena. Caller 27, you'll be a winner, one 838 4843 Speaking of winning... How would you like to win a trip for two to go see Michigan play TCU in the desert? It's a maize and blue trip of a lifetime presented by Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant and the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan and also X's and Bros heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network. Text Go Blue to 21,000. Go Blue is one word, G-O-B-L-U-E, one word, to 21000, 21 and up, one entry per phone number. And you will be in the drawing December 14th at noon for airfare, three nights at a luxurious Scottsdale, Arizona resort, tickets to Michigan TCU, two tickets for you and a guest. Uh, some meals are included, parties, it's unbelievable. Uh, text Go Blue, one word. To 21,000, that's 21,000, 21 and up to enter, and you'll be in that drawing December 14th at noon, and you could be watching the Wolverines in the desert. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. 
Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. And here's the calendar, December 9th through the 11th and the 16th through the 18th. The Grand Rapids Ballet presents the Nutcracker at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 11th, Heather McMahon. And the Comeback Tour at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 17th for King and Country. The Little Drummer Boy Christmas at Van Andel Arena. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 20th, Coco Melon Live. The Comeback Tour at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com. December 21st, Chevy Chase Live. A Christmas Vacation Q&A with Chevy Chase following a screening of the movie. Movie Christmas Vacation. That's at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And December 27th and 28th, it will be the Great Lakes Collegiate Hockey Invitational at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids, Western Michigan, Michigan Tech, Michigan State, and Ferris State University all will be a part of it. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And December 29th, Jeff Dunham, the Still Not Cancelled Tour inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's time for another DraftKings NFL Power Hour presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE uh, to get the hookups and you can get in on the action on the Lions-Vikings on Sunday, rest of the NFL Sunday night, Monday night. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE. Inside this NFL Power Hour, former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge will join us like he does each and every week. We'll look back at the Lions' win over the Jags and look ahead to the Vikings at the Lions on Sunday. Jeff Risden from thelionswire.com and also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. His thoughts on the rest of the NFL and also the Lions and the Vikings on Sunday. If you have a Lions question, at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, or opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Let's go check in with former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge. He joins us each and every week on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. And we always start our conversations, Merrill, talking about the Lions and start to finish against Jacksonville, uh, scoring on every possession, something that is very rare in the NFL. And if you take away that 28-25 Thanksgiving Day loss to the Bills, this team uh, would be on a five-game win streak. They're now favored against 10-2 and Minnesota on Sunday in Detroit on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. 
playing as good a football as anybody right now in the NFL? Well, I, I agree with um, your assessment 100%. It's actually a tribute to, you know, the entire organization. I, I mean, I know what it, it takes within an organization as, as a player, coach, administrator to hang with, you know, um, such tough losses that they had. You know, you, 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 you can revisit the last year and a half, all the games that they were right there. And it wasn't that they got beat as they beat themselves, you know, rather it was a busted coverage or was a, um, a mistake on the offense, um, um, inconsistencies in scoring territory to see that all that transformation change to see where they are today. Um, is actually, it's good for football. It's good for the NFL, um, to see it. And when you, you look at them as a team, okay, they're as good as any team, AFC and NFC. When you look at their offense, their offense is, is as complete and as versatile as any offense in football. That means Philadelphia, Kansas City, Buffalo, you know, pick the best ones that you that you believe are. And this is how I look at it. I, I, I study the whole league. I don't just study the Lions and Steelers, and that's it. So I compare them to what other offenses are doing, Cincinnati's offense. When you look at an offense, this is what it takes to win a championship. Okay, you have to have a lot of phases to your offense. You can't be one-dimensional, and that means even – Let's say you had a lot of phases in your passing game, but you have no running attack. At some point, that deficiency is probably going to get exposed. Um, let's say you run the football up, but you're deficient in the passing game, i.e. the Ravens. You're going to get exposed. Um, they don't have deficiencies. You know, their blend of offense. Uh, in fact, it was interesting, you know, studying them against Jacksonville. Um, it was probably the first game I can remember them playing in the last year and a half since Dan Campbell has taken over where they started out on first and 10 in a variety of ways. Now, they used to start out first and 10, we're going to run the ball all the time. You know, then second and 10, we're going to try to follow that up and then try to keep a manageable third down and get that. Well, shoot, now they line up from first and 10, you might get you might get a passing look to come at you. They might do that for a couple of downs, you know, to wherever that takes them. Um, well, they might run it. I mean, and how they go about running it, it's going to be different. You know, strong side, weak side, passing game. You could be short, intermediate, vertical. You know, like, you know, Jared Goff has never played this good of football, not even when they went to the Super Bowl with the Rams. He's not. He's never played like this, um, which is a credit to him and his resiliency to, you know, stay with it. Um, so it's exciting to see. You know, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that they, they can win, through, win out. And they went out, you know, I don't think there's any doubt they make the playoffs. Um, and they have the team to do it, and that should be their expectations. Um, I remember in 1989, we, uh, I was playing with the Steelers at the time, we had probably the worst start in the history of football. Like We got beat 91-10 to 10 in our first two games, okay? Um, we were laughing stop at a stock of the National Football League. Then we got to the point where we kind of, we won a couple, and we lost and won, lost and won, and we got ourselves in a position where Chuck Noll walked in, Race the board where all the you know our games are and all our stats are. He wiped the board clean. He put the four teams that were left to play. He's like, you beat these four, you're in the playoffs. And he narrowed this you know our vision down. Um, and I will tell you this, and we'd already gotten to where we were starting to believe in ourselves. We changed things around, and we ended up making it to the playoffs that year. You know, we went to the Super Bowl. Um, so. You know, magical things can happen at this point, you know, and this is not like, um, and I would say overall they're playing better football consistently than we were. You know, I really like what they do offensively. Their their blend is awesome. Um, what they're doing defensively, they, I'm telling you, it's like I, I don't think I've ever seen a team transition in a season 
quite like the Lions have. You know, their defense, their, their front seven has been outstanding. Their back ends complemented that. Um, it's just as a whole, they're just they're just really playing champion style football. So not not shocked that they're favored. You know, now that that's a different burden. You know, now when you're expected to win. You know, and, and that's a pretty quick turnaround from you know trying to win to winning a few consistently, not being expected to win. So um, it'll be interesting to see how they handle this Sunday. But they keep playing like they are, and they keep growing. Um, they will, and they, they are they are better than the Vikings. They bring more to the table than than the Vikings bring as a team, but it'll be a close game. It's not like they're gonna blow them out. I mean, this this especially a divisional opponent. I don't care what your record is. Divisional opponents are just it's a different beast. But it'll be a good game, and I think that uh, that that stadium. I don't know if that stadium will be as as electric as it has probably been in several years. So it should be a lot of fun. You know, I was there for the Jacksonville game last week, and I was stunned. There wasn't an empty seat. It was loud. Uh, start to finish, and you know the Lions from one and six, and they look like uh, at the time they were the worst team in the NFL. And that transformation in season, and it's twofold: uh, the offense maximizing your talent, as you mentioned, and, and the most important thing I think why they are four and one in their last five. Merrill is the defense; they injected all that youth uh, onto the field. Uh, they sat down some veterans. And their defense, I think, has been top ten in the league uh, during this four and one stretch. Yeah, well, I want to be surprising. I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't let stats drive me, you know. But stats can confirm what I see visually. There's no doubt what they're doing defensively because um, their offense is playing so well. Kind of gets forgotten. What they doing is they're what their front seven is doing against the run and getting pressure on the quarterback as just from that perspective as good as anybody in football. What they're doing on the back end and how they're complementing that is as good as anybody in football. Um, it's a complete antithesis of what, you know, I can think of a few games that they lost specifically due to just busted coverages, you know, last year and this year early on, you know, and how out of sync they were, um, not just in the secondary, but as a defense. And um, that is that has clearly changed um, drastically. Um, and they play championship defense. There is no doubt about that. You know, Mario, you mentioned that they're better than the Vikings, yet you look at the Vikings and you see their lead offensive weapons uh, with Cook, with Phelan, with Jefferson, and the former uh, Lions tight end TJ Hawkinson. They got Kirk Cousins, who's you yeah. know in the upper half of QBs in the NFL. Why are the Lions better? And why on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board are they favored to win on Sunday? I actually think their passing game is a little more complete. You know, that's then that's what gets lost in and I think well not think. Jared Goff's playing better. I mean Kirk Cousins did not play that well. Has not played that well the last couple of weeks. Um he's been very erratic and you know, missed a lot of a lot of throws. Um do they have the playmakers that you just mentioned? I'm sure they do. Um would you say the Lions have playmakers that people know? No. But they got playmakers. Okay, I mean you better walk 14 to wear you out, okay? Uh, I don't care who's covering him. That guy got their hands full. You know, 14's probably, um, you know, um, probably one of the most improved wide receivers I've seen in football, you know, and what he's been able to do. How their offensive line plays, the protection they're getting. Um, I think all of those things favor the Lions in this one. And, and honestly, um, Goff, the way he's played compared to Cousins over the last month, has been superior. 
Um, and that needs to, that needs to continue. Um, but if it's continued, then, you know, they're going to, they, they have, they'll be able to control this game. Like they have really done for the most part, you know, even in the Buffalo game, it wasn't like they're ever so far out of it, you know, that breaks had to get them back in it. Um, so they keep doing that and defensively controlling the line of scrimmage. I say it all the time, you know, offensive, offense, if the offense will control the line of scrimmage, you're going to win games. If the defense controls the line of scrimmage, you're going to control your opponent. So when you both, when both of them are doing that, and that's ultimately what they've been doing in this last five weeks, you know, you're going to be there right at the end. I don't care who you play. I don't care who you play. I don't care where you play. If you keep doing that. You know, one thing about the Lions, too, and he got a few stabs, but uh, the deep threat of Jamison Williams. You talk about adding another piece uh, to an offense, like you mentioned, playing as good as anybody in the league right now. I'll be curious if they held on to those plays for the Minnesota game on Sunday. So Lions trending in the right direction. Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back, former insider on the NFL Breakdown Show on ESPN, joins us every week on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour uh, here on the huge show across Michigan. I know Baker Mayfield, the way he played last night, uh, that win hurt the Lions because they got uh, the Rams' number one pick in the Stafford deal. I just want to get your thoughts on Mayfield and what he did on less than 48 hours uh, with the playbook, with the team, with the Rams. Everybody said uh, he was done. He had nothing left in the tank. And what he did last night with his team down 16-3 was a borderline NFL miracle. Maybe uh, as much on Mayfield's uh, performance, but also the poor coaching on the Raiders' side. Well, it's usually a mixture. You know, I, I think it's a, it's a credit for, you know, everybody, you know, a comment was made, you know, no, no, it looks like you don't need training camp, mini camp. Okay, Baker Mayfield has been playing all year long. Okay, so don't, let's not act like he hasn't played all year long. Now, it's a whole different story if he just came off the street and did that. He's been playing all year long. So um, let's not discredit the, the value being seasoned, how you have to play. What the real, probably the, the greatest story in that thing is how they were able to maximize whatever they could in the playbook in 48 hours, what he could really grasp and that you felt comfortable in calling, um, which probably speaks to a couple of things. Sometimes you overthink things and you overcoach things. You know, you, you trick yourself versus, um, and I'll tell you this, I played for Chuck Dole and there was, I bet you 90% of what we did every Sunday, they knew we were going to do. And we're so good at it, you aren't going to be able to stop us. And that's kind of how, you know, that's like, listen, everybody, there's, like the Lions, they don't switch, they don't change their complete offense and walk in and play. You know, the Vikings are going to have a pretty good idea what they do. Okay. Um, the Lions have got a pretty good idea what the Minnesota Vikings do. Now, if they're in a division, it's really critical. You try to create a couple of wrinkles, break a tendency to make you leave, maybe get you an explosive play. But at the end of the day, you got to execute the things you've been doing all year long. So it was a credit to what they, whatever they could take from the playbook. And he was able to um, have some, some, keep in mind, he has experience in this league. So, you know, it's just about understanding the language and transitioning, uh, translating the language into things that he's already been running. And it's called it a little differently. It wasn't like these are new plays or he never thrown a fade or he never thrown a dig or a post. I mean, he's been doing all of that. Um, it's, it's how they were able to, create a game plan for him and terminology wise so that you could execute quickly. You know, that was, that was the most impressive part of, part of what they did. And 
you know, those plays that, um, uh, you know, it's good for Baker. You know, Baker's been running around. I like him coming out of Oklahoma. Um, but he has, you know, his, his deficiencies of being able to throw the football consistently down the field and outside the numbers became an issue all of a sudden. You know, you could tell, and he just couldn't make throws. I mean, he was, you could tell his body, he was hesitant to make throws. And gosh, when you're in that position, it's hard to, hard to win in the National Football League when you have those limitations. Um, you know, like two is going through that. I mean, people are starting to figure him out that, you know, you take that square box away inside the numbers and then 15 yards, you force him outside the numbers and down the field and reset his feet. He's a whole different guy. But that's how he was in Alabama. You know, he was, he struggled, really struggled throwing the football in those situations. And people are forcing him into that, you know. And so it'd be interesting to see how that goes. But it was, it was good to see, you know, what they did. You know, and, and how he did it. And, you know, it sure made it for an interesting game when it looked like it was going to be a dud. Yeah, and, uh, you know, man coverage at the end by the Raiders. They they didn't trust that Mayfield uh, could get the ball off or get it there. So it's the NFL. Anything can happen uh, on any given day. Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back. He joins us every week on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Good stuff as always today, Merrill. Enjoy the football this weekend. And we'll talk next week. You got it, pal. Yeah, Merrill Merrill Haas checking in on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. By the way, make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE. When you sign up, you'll always get the promo hookups, and you can get in on the NFL action on Sunday, Sunday night, and Monday. Just use code HUGE. After you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you'll sign up. H-U-G-E will get you the promo hookups. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Week 14 of the season as the Lions play in one of their two final games at home this Sunday as they host the NFC North Divisional leader, the Minnesota Vikings. The Lions coming in red hot, winners of four of their last five, and Minnesota will present a golden opportunity as Detroit still mathematically remains in the hunt for the playoffs. Minnesota's 10-2 on the season, 4-1 on the road, and the Lions probably should have won their first matchup earlier in the year in Minneapolis, so it does feel like a little bit of a revenge game for the Honolulu Blue and Silver. What's even better is the Lions' defense, which from weeks 9-13 through 13 leads the NFL in completion percentage against at 57.4, interceptions with 7, and is second in passer rating against at 74.9. A much different team than former Spartan Kirk Cousins faced the first time around in Week 3. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Hey, it's Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros, and we at the Michigan Sports Network, in partnership with Eagle Casino and Sports, the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan, and Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort are sending you on the maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Our Fiesta Bowl giveaway includes round-trip airfare for two, a three-night stay at the Andaz Scottsdale Resort, access to all Alumni Association events with transfers, two tickets to the Fiesta Bowl featuring number 2 Michigan against number 3 TCU, and a post-game meal to follow. Make this New Year's a New Year's to remember. To enter, simply text the keyword GOBLUE to 21,000. 
2000. That's go blue to 21000. Must be 21 years of age or older to enter. One entry per number. Winner selected on Wednesday, December 14th at noon Eastern. For full details and information, visit michigansportsnetwork.com. Text the keyword go blue to 21000. And we'll see you on New Year's Eve in the desert. The 57th Annual GLI is back in tournament form and ready to rock Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids featuring the Michigan State Spartans. Goal for Michigan State. The Ferris State Bulldogs. The Bulldogs. Bobcat, the number two ranked team. Western Michigan Broncos. By Poland with a shot, he scores. And Michigan Tech Huskies. The Huskies are going crazy. The Great Lakes Invitational at Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids, December 27th and 28th. College hockey at its best. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use promo code HUGE when you sign up uh, to get in on all the promo hookups and also all the NFL action coming up on Sunday, Sunday night. And Monday, use that promo code HUGE when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Jeff Risden from thelionswire.com, also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. He joins us here on the DraftKings NFL uh, Power Hour. It is interesting, Jeff, to look across uh, the NFL landscape and see all the different stories out there that are connected to injuries, teams that are overachieving, and teams that are underachieving. Uh, what sticks out to you as we head into another weekend of NFL action? You know, I, I think we're starting to see a few of the teams that we thought were going to be good that aren't good. And this is sort of the end of the time where you can say, okay, we can salvage our season. Uh, the Chargers are a great example of that. They're, they're a team that you can see, okay, they can make a little bit of a playoff run, but I don't know, you know. The, the Browns against the Bengals, big game this weekend. Like the Bra- Bengals are playing good football Beng- right now. The Bengals are playing, right now they're the best team in the AFC, uh, because you've seen Buffalo falter a little bit. They're still really good, but Cincinnati has put it together. Their offensive, for all the crap their offensive line takes, they're giving up five sacks in the last four games. Last time they played Cleveland, which was the fifth game ago, they gave up six. So they, they have figured out some things there. Joe Burrow's getting a little bit more conscious about getting the ball out. That's a game, though, the Browns were really, really hopeful that they could get it back to Deshaun Watson and have enough momentum and, and enough wins to carry them in. That ends if, the, if they don't beat Cincinnati this week. And that, look, they've won five in a row against Cincinnati. That, that's a game to watch because if the Bengals, if they stay hot the way they are, and, and can beat a team that's had their number for a long time and, and matches up well with them, then you're looking at Cincinnati being the, look, Kansas City's the glamour team, but hey, Cincinnati's beaten them three times in a row. Uh, in fact, they have beaten Patrick Mahomes three times in 2022 already. They beat him in the last game of last year. They beat him in the playoffs, and then they beat him, uh, was it last week? Yeah, last week. The, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, I'm, I'm watching the Bengals pretty closely because that's a team 
they are, I don't want to say that the, the, that the Lions are similar to them, but you see where they're at, and they're like a year ahead in the schedule of their rebuild, and you see how that's going for them, and it, it makes me optimistic. Look, I'm from Cleveland. Like, I do not root for Cincinnati, but I like their team, and I like the way that they've come together and added pieces around a very young core. And they're doing a really good job of that. Their, their general manager, who happens to be the owner's daughter, is doing a really good job. They are figuring it out um, almost in spite of an ownership uh, that's been a problem for them for a long time. And uh, that's, again, if you're a Lions fan, like I don't think you should have any complaints at all about the current ownership. But the past ownership, you better believe you should, you should probably unload on that a little bit. Uh, the, the further back you go, the worse it gets. But uh, the, the the way that they've been able to turn around, um, and then you look at like a team like Houston, where their ownership is just like if you think that the Ford family's bad, just go, just take a very 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 small surface look at what the McNair family is, and uh, you'll feel a little bit better about the Fords. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the AFC, and it's really a battle for who gets home field advantage. And you you go to the Bengals, uh, the Chiefs. Uh, you look at Buffalo. Uh, even Baltimore's in the home field advantage conversation uh, with four losses going into this weekend. Uh, there, there are a lot of storylines there that a lot of people start to lean one way or another. And if the Bengals could grab home field advantage, uh, that is a pretty good place to play in Cincinnati. Uh, I like the you know, a Miami. Are they legit? We'll see. We will. We will definitely see yeah. about that because there's another big game. They did not look good last week uh, against San Francisco. I don't know if it's sustainable. There's still something about Miami that you know I haven't bought in the, the totally fact, on the Dolphins. The fact that their defense gave up the way it did against San Francisco and Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant, coming in for for beautiful Jimmy G and and his broken foot and and making them look. He made the Dolphins' defense look bad. Like that's I, now I know they I know the the 49ers scored a late defensive touchdown that made the score a little bit more lopsided. But you know, for all the talk about Tua and and you know Jalen Waddle and, and Tyreek Hill being fantastic, their defense has, has shown some vulnerabilities, and that's that's where they're running in trouble. So I'm 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 looking at them to see if they can keep up with the Bills, um, Baltimore, Lamar Jackson week to week with the knee. Uh, they didn't miss a beat last week. Let's see how they can handle that. That they're a team. They've got some ugly losses on their their resume this year. I, I am having trouble trusting them. So yeah, this is this is sort of a validation weekend because again, you got a lot of these teams that are playing games that they probably should win, but you don't know if they will. And uh, th- this is a good weekend to sort that out. The, by the way, the Lions and the Vikings both fit into that category. Uh, it's a game where the Lions have been playing great for for so long. Can we see them sustain it against a very good opponent? You know, and that they have traditionally been playing very closely against They're, the last four games between these two teams has been decided by a total of ten points. Minnesota, can they can they keep it going against a team that's you know on the come up? Like, th- there's a lot of that going on this week. Uh, Lions would be a game out if they were in the AFC South. They'd be a game behind. Uh, Tennessee, Tennessee, yeah. yeah. Or, no, no. I'm talking. Uh, oh, Tampa Bay. Oh, uh, oh Tampa Bay. Yeah, the oh, NFC South. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, not, yeah. not AFC. Oh, South. yeah. And, NFC and, South. They they would be a game behind uh, Tampa Bay. And the, there's very little question that the Lions are a better team going forward. I mean, they got a 45 year old. Brady just seems frustrated. They got a miracle gift because New Orleans. Oh my goodness. And play calling. Uh, just giving that game away. Uh, the guy, the guy runs out of bounds when he could have ran for the first down, and 
that was just a a, a miracle and a huge loss uh, for the Saints. Devastating. I, I mean, I I just I Brady seems frustrated, and I get man, you got the divorce and the high profile thing with Giselle going on. They just. Uh, Bowles they, is not. Uh, he's Arians. not. He's not no. the right kind of coach no, for them. I, no, and, well, uh, he's what you said earlier, where he's uh, a, a great coordinator, great coordinator, uh, but not a head coach. You said that earlier in the show. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I'm looking at Philly, and I know they've hit some bumps here, and they, you know, lost to Washington, had to rally to beat the lowly Colts. Uh, you get late into an NFL season, and guys are hurt, they're tired, then they get their second win, but they are 11 and one, I think, with home field advantage. It'll be a tough out for anybody to go into Philly and beat them. Uh, Cowboys are sitting there as a team that you know could end up winning you know thirteen games and, and be a wild card or something. And they'll they'll have to go on the road to San to uh, to either San Francisco or Tampa Bay to play their first round game. Yeah, that's uh, right. They could they could realistically have five more wins than the team that they're playing against. That, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. That's and, wild. And I don't look at the Vikings as an NFC champion type team. Uh, Niners with that defense, but again, it comes down to health and will they have Jimmy G uh, during the playoffs? If they don't, I don't see them. So this really is setting up for not nothing's easy in the NFL playoffs, but it no, really sir. looks like the Eagles. E- e- the Eagles, I, I feel good about the Eagles. I feel good about the Bengals, too. That's that's like if I had to pick today, if you asked me who I would say would be in the Super Bowl, uh, give me give me Philly and Cincy. And uh, I, I, I don't know if Buffalo has home field advantage. They're going to be tough. They, they are, in, in Buffalo and yeah. upstate New York in January. Yeah. But like, there's too many of the teams that feel like, to go back to Tampa Bay for a second, you, you talk about why a team's not successful. They run the ball on first down more than all but two other teams. They have the worst yards per carry on first down by over a full yard of any team in the league. Like, play to your strengths. You know, you, you, you cannot run the ball. You keep proving that, but you keep doing it. Like, maybe, maybe mix it up. Maybe let Tom Brady pass a little bit on first down. So you got, you got a second and three instead of a second and nine. You got Tom Brady. Let, let him throw 40 times a game. I don't care. I, I, I go back to New England. He would throw to set up the run. Yeah, that's absolutely. how they did it. And I just, even if it's throwing to your running backs out of the backfield, you know, where you got James uh, White getting 100 catches. They're, 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 they're not going to do it. They're anything. a poorly coached team. I mean, it's really easy to look to the NFC and say, uh, and I'm not going to go with the Vikings, that it's about the Niners with a healthy Jimmy G in the playoffs uh, could go into Philly and be the only team that could beat the Eagles. Yeah. In my mind. I, I'm that, with that's you on that. with a healthy Jimmy G at quarterback. Yeah. I, I wouldn't rule out Washington. Just Cowboys going into them. Philly, I wouldn't rule that out either. Yeah, yeah. Dallas, with their pass rush, Dallas right? is, yeah, Dallas. If if they're getting the turnovers on defense, if if you know Trayvon Diggs is being an asset instead of a liability in coverage, then then they're they're really good because they can bring heat. Uh, it's not just Micah Parsons. They got the rookie Sam Williams on the other side. That guy is underappreciated. He doesn't have the sack numbers. He's really really good at. at being sort of the uh, you know like even when you when you do the stage hunt and you, you have the guy chasing the, the the animal out so you can shoot it like he's really good at that and then Michael Parsons is really good at finishing it off they they got a nice little thing going with that uh, his name is Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com. you can follow LionsWire Twitter Facebook follow Risden on Twitter uh, at Jeff R I S D O N also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast you can listen weekly. On YouTube, just search uh, Detroit Lions Podcast. He's joining us on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Remember, 
To download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, always use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups and get in on the NFL action this weekend. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use code HUGE when you sign up. Jeff, good stuff today in studio, and we'll talk next week. Sounds great. Thanks for having me in. All right, Jeff Risden joining us on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn $50 bonuses when you sign up through the BetMGM Refer a Friend program. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Just sign in in your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credits expire in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. Excludes Michigan disassociation. Persons. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B E E N E G A R T R.com. Also, Thomas stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week. Through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Drift into winter on a new snowmobile. Saturday, December 3rd, 10th, 17th, and 24th. One player every hour from 6 to 10 p.m. scores $500 in premium play. At 11 p.m., one lucky winner takes home a new Polaris Pro RMK slash snowmobile. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Find deals you can believe in at Meyer Right now, save $10 on your next in-store purchase with coupon printed at checkout when you spend $100 or more. And get Meyer Spiral Sliced Half Ham for $0.89 cents per pound. Limit two. Fashion or winter boots or slippers for the family are buy one, get one for a dollar when you shop in store. And December home lifelike trees are 40% off. Find everything you need for the holidays and get the same low buyer prices no matter how you shop. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We'll check in with our good friend Tom Rosenbach, managing partner at Bean Garter, one of America's top accounting and business firms based in downtown GR. Now they're stronger than ever with their partner with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state. And Tom, a longtime partner and also official auditors of the Beat Huge Contest, my pro football picks. 
you can beat my picks and have a shot at that $1,500 in cash you have until uh, Sunday morning every week through the big game to play at thehugeshow.net. Also, Tom takes my picks uh, against the spread uh, in college football. We've done it for years, and Tom is standing by here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Welcome back, Tommy. Thanks. Thanks for having me. All right. So uh, where are we at on the Beat Huge contest right now in terms of entries so far this season? Yeah, through week 13, we're pushing 5,000 entries. Wow. As well ahead of last year's pace for getting over 400 people a week that are playing. And we've got about 1,700 winning winning uh, submissions so far. So you get a good chance of winning at $1,500. Yeah, people can uh, enter every week. Thursday night game is a freebie you have until Sunday morning uh, to play for three or for free through the big game in February at thehugeshow.net. Uh, how have I been on my pro football picks against the spread? I've been doing well. You're uh, about 114 and 79. You're 64%. Wow, wow. And, and, how, and, what's, and what's my number on the college uh, picks against the spread? Yeah, I missed a couple of weeks when I was traveling there, but you're 43 and 30 in the college picks, so... Yeah, they're having a good year. Yeah, and, and what I'm going to do with you uh, today is I'm going to go through and make my bowl picks against a spread uh, through the college football playoff, and okay. we'll knock those out and uh, before the bowl season begins, and uh, I'll give you all my picks. Are you ready? Great. I'm ready to go. Yeah, and, and we'll end with you know the college football playoff, including Michigan. Uh, so here we go with my bowl picks against a spread with Tom Rosenbach, the managing partner from Bean Garner. Uh, Miami of Ohio is getting 10.5 from UAB. I think UAB will win this game by three touchdowns. Alabama, Birmingham, I like them, minus 10.5. Troy and uh, University of Texas, San Antonio, UTSA is a pretty darn good football team, and they're getting a point in this game. I'll take UTSA plus one. Okay. Uh, Louisville has a new coach. Jeff Brom is leaving Purdue, yeah. uh, going back to the school he played at. Cincinnati, uh, they they have a new coach or will have a new coach with Luke Fickle going to Wisconsin. Cincinnati is getting points in this game. I think I'm going to take uh, Cincinnati uh, plus a two in that bowl matchup. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Right. I, I like that. Uh, Florida is getting ten and a half against Oregon State. I I think that's too many points against Oregon State. I'm going to take Florida plus ten and a half. Okay. Uh, Fresno State is giving Washington State three points. They shouldn't be giving Washington State three points. I'm taking Washington State plus three on our bowl picks. Okay. Rice plus seven against Southern Miss. Uh, I'm going to take Southern Miss minus a seven. They actually play pretty good defense. Uh, SMU giving BYU three uh, I like BYU plus three in this game. Okay. Uh, Boise State minus 10 against North Texas. I like Boise State minus 10. Great. Yeah, Marshall minus 10 against UConn. This might be my lock of the bowl season. Yeah. I think Marshall wins that game by minimum three touchdowns. I'll take Marshall minus 10. Yep. Uh, Eastern Michigan plus three and a half against San Jose State. I like San Jose State minus a three and a half. Okay. Uh, Toledo minus five against Liberty. I know Hugh Freeze, our coach, is off uh, to Auburn, uh, but I do like uh, Liberty plus five in this game. Yeah, they've had a good year. Yep. Uh, South Alabama minus eight against Western Kentucky's. Uh, South Alabama plays a little defense, but I like Western Kentucky's offense. I'll take Western Kentucky plus the eight. Okay. 
Uh, Air Force plus six and a half against Baylor. I really like Baylor uh, minus six and a half in this game. Yeah, uh, Missouri plus one against Wake Forest. I'll take Wake Forest uh, minus a one. Uh, Houston minus six and a half against Louisiana Lafayette. I love Houston minus six and a half. San Diego State minus seven against Middle Tennessee. San Diego State plays some defense. I like the Aztecs minus a seven. Uh, Bowling Green and New Mexico State in Detroit in that quick lane bowl matchup, which is just an unbelievable uh, matchup. Uh, New Mexico State plus two and a half. I'm going to take New Mexico State in this game. Okay. Uh, Georgia Southern minus three and a half against Buffalo. Uh, I like uh, Buffalo plus three and a half. Yeah, yeah. Utah State plus seven against Memphis. Uh, I'll take Utah State plus a seven. Uh, East Carolina minus ten and a half against Coastal Carolina. I'll take Coastal Carolina plus a ten and a half. Okay. Oklahoma State plus three against Wisconsin. I'll take that all day. Uh, Oklahoma State plus three. Uh, Oregon minus 13 and a half against North Carolina. They may put 70 on the Tar Heels. I like Oregon minus 13 and a half. Uh, University of Central Florida, this is one of my big picks. Uh, plus one, they're an underdog against Duke. Now, these are our bowl game picks. I love Central Florida uh, plus one. Uh, Kansas plus three against Arkansas. I'll take Arkansas minus a three. Uh, Old Miss minus three against Texas Tech. I'll take Texas Tech plus the three. Uh, Minnesota minus seven against Syracuse. I'll take Syracuse plus the seven. Oklahoma plus seven and a half against Florida State. I'll take Florida State minus a seven and a half. Texas minus six against Washington. I'll take uh, the Longhorns there. Maryland from the Big Ten. Minus one and a half against North Carolina State. I'll take North Carolina State. Okay. Pitt plus six and a half against UCLA. I'll take uh, UCLA. Uh, South Carolina plus two and a half against Notre Dame. Uh, I'll take South Carolina to win this game. Uh, they, okay. they play great at the end of the year. Beat Clemson and Tennessee. Uh, Clemson minus six and a half against Tennessee. I like Clemson in that game. K-State plus two and a half against Alabama. Man. I think it's up to three and a half now. I'll take Alabama minus three and a half all day against K-State. Wow. Uh, Iowa minus two against Kentucky. I'll take Kentucky to win that game. Okay. Illinois uh, minus two against Mississippi State. Uh, I'll take Mississippi State to win that game. Okay. Uh, Purdue plus 10 against LSU. I'll take Purdue plus 10. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tulane... Plus one and a half against USC, only one and a half. I'll take USC. Okay. Uh, I know the quarterback probably doesn't play, or, or if he does, but I, I like that number. Uh, Utah minus two and a half against Penn State. That, that's going to be a great bowl matchup yeah. in the Rose Bowl. I like Utah minus two and a half. And, so do I, yeah. And then let's go to uh, the picks. Uh, let's get to them right now. Ohio State plus six and a half against Georgia. The money is going on the Buckeyes. I'm taking Georgia minus six and a half. Okay. Michigan is down to minus eight against TCU. It was plus nine and a half on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board to begin. I like Michigan minus the eight. 
And here's what was interesting on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board, Tommy. They also have the forecasted championship game matchups on what if they get there. And they have Ohio State as a three-point favorite over Michigan. Whoa. Yeah, how about that? Uh, they have Ohio State as a ten-and-a-half-point favorite over TCU in the title game. And they have Georgia as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite over Michigan. So uh, I'm not going to make those picks yet, but it was just interesting right. to see those on the DraftKings. Sure Sportsbook app, big board. Tom, man, I'm so glad uh, that you're doing better. Uh, good to hear your voice here on the yeah. huge show across Michigan. And we'll talk next week, my man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Sorry, been out a little bit, but uh, I'm looking forward to both seasons. So we'll talk next week. Sounds good, my man. Happy holidays. Thanks. All right. All right. Tom Rosenbach, managing partner at Bean Garter, uh, joining us here on the huge show across Michigan inside our DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Remember, try and beat my pro football picks. Every week, you could win $1,500 in cash from Tom and his team. You have until Sunday morning to play every week at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.